0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Welcome to the 32nd episode of the High Vibe Guys. You got your boy. Magic Johnson. What? (laughs) boss? 32. I'm
2: so sorry. Magic Johnson. Oh, okay, okay, okay,
1: okay. Oh, yeah, that was a great fucking (laughs) reference. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Life-changing. Magic Johnson. Not not even. It's only one MJ that we need to talk about in here. We don't need to talk about him. Anyway, 32nd episode of the High Vibe Guys. You got the guys. <laughs> you got me, um, Booz. Jackson um, or Jordan? Um, Tyson. Who was
2: you going with? He said MJ, Kaz Tech.
1: MJ. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. I Actually, that's <laughs> probably the. At this point in my life, that's probably the, the most important out of them three. Uh, and I love Michael Jackson. <laughs> we, y'all want to talk about
0: Michael Jackson conspiracies now? No, listen, to that. we don't got time for that shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I just because I, it was on, I'm flipping through channels, and Hot Tub Time Machine came on. know uh, that movie! And when when he grabs the girl and he says, "Quick, what color is Michael Jackson?" <laughs> 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 and he goes running. Uh, that is a
1: phenomenal movie. <laughs> so you got me, Bulls. Asa Bay, the scholar, the the light absorbing, uh, green eyed goblin. I don't know, man. Should I hate doing this? Hey-roo shirt wearing. There you we go, we go. Hop in there and give him some compliments.
3: Health consultation taken. Mm. Dreadlock perfectionist. Mm. Mm. Make oh, the hood, hood healthy again. I know it's getting weird, ain't it? Mm. Make Wait, the uh, hood healthy again. Clothing line wearer. Er. Hey. Mad created it. Product pushing Ooh. eater. Wait, pillars and pride. Rapper, rapper. All right, yeah, you, you getting too much right now. Get out here. All right. <laughs> Your turn. Oh god, I hate how Booz's face turns when it's time to announce me. It's like he rolls his eyes into his neck.
1: And <laughs> but get okay. the top of his skull. It's like on the back of his neck. Oh. Oh uh, God. Whatever, bro. Uh and the colorful bead, uh wearing, it's not beads, stones wearing crystals. Crystals,
2: excuse me, wearing uh purple yeah. ammoth.
1: Purple ameth. Tiger eye. The
2: there daily I spiritually are. evolving. Oh, here we go. Pis- <laughs> Pisces energy mastering. Yeah. Book. Book. Uh, I can do the buck bucks again. Genius mindset carrying you. Ah, oh, my lip Let's is us get healed. it. Buk, buk, All right.
1: Buk. Oh, wow. I didn't get any of that shit. I don't get
2: You did it last show in your appreciation. Shut up. It's for myself. For
3: yourself. I'm God damn. All I'm a, right. I'm going to do booze, it for
2: you. I'm going to tell you straight up. This is how I summarize booze. I just keep it super, super simple, man. When it comes to business and get it, because it's one thing that, like, you know, people say Taurus is materialism and it's this and that, possessions, blah, blah, blah. Business. Biz, biz i like that, I <laughs> you like should, that. hey that's the clothing line do like your thing that. run with that real quick when it comes to <laughs> business you know that's like the more the more evolved developed form you know what i'm saying i see booze is like the the human version of the juggernaut from like x-men and marvel mm-hmm. right mixed with dame dash Mm-hmm. Super young though You know what I'm saying Like to the point like And that. and he's He might have his little You know Taurus ego at times But at the end of the day He's humble enough <coughs> To balance that out And keep it You know A buck with himself And the ones he loves So like Shout that. out the Bulls man I like that That's a good yeah, 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 Description That Bro. juggernaut though Cause he Look If you in the way You either with it Or you getting rolled over Period You know His mentality is just Thorough and, You got
3: You gotta throw in Like some Uh that underlying sensitive side, though. The th- oh yeah, I'm sensitive. Big softy. <coughs> I can be mm. sensitive. Not big softy, cause he not a soft dude. Like just... a teddy grizzly bear. Yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna hug you and maul your
1: face. Oh man, yeah, I'm mauling out your face out of love, <laughs> like a uh, homeboy did a uh, homegirl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, ah, you ugly. I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: but I love you so much. Oh, you own good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you ugly
1: ass. Hey, man. Damn, lower your standards. She uh, gonna
2: appreciate that one day.
1: I hope so. Oh shit! I mean, I'm sure she appreciated it already. Right. Girl, I'm got a million likes on mm-hmm. Facebook, and they up here trying to give me a, a facial reconstruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Turn that into a TV show. Red line just money. hit me up, girl. They
3: want me to be a model. They said they can uh, do my face like tiny. This
1: clothing line called Beat hit me up. They said it's a double entendre. I don't know what that means. <laughs> 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 I'm the
3: new spokesperson for Beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. that they was They keep the taking pictures of me that. without makeup <laughs> on
0: <laughs> I thought it was, be- thought it was uh, B-E-T But no it's uh, beat me
2: Moose <laughs> just left me hanging Because his eyes was oh, okay, okay. Nah yeah. nigga nah. <laughs> yeah, There you go
1: That was the wittiest thing I've said in probably my whole life <laughs> I swear that never have anything like that Come out of my mouth And I'm not even saying she's awesome.
3: you didn't. You didn't pause him on that one really
1: you, know, you gotta keep talking real fast so he can't get you You yes. know what I mean <laughs> you got to trample over his pauses as you try to throw him out there. Um, What's the news topic for this this show? I think we should go back to uh, what we're going um, to talk about briefly. What we're going to talk about? Oh,
2: my God. If you guys you ever say. hang out
1: with Asa, it's like Asa B sounded like a, a freaking, like, like a kill stage. he's levitating. Like, he sounds like, <laughs> a oh, man, a guru of just wisdom. Like, he just pours wisdom on, like, when you talk to him on the show or when you listen to him on the show. And then, like outside the show, it is like goofball fucking central. It's called balance, bro. God, balance. It's like he's juggling fucking like apples and taking a bite (laughs) at them as he's doing them. And then, and like, and they just falling. Or or even kiss you with some shit like, pull my finger. It's like, oh, God. That was funny when I was, like, four. All right. Oh, got your nose. It's like, oh, Asa, we grown. (laughs) These jokes are terrible. Got your nose. Oh, where'd your nose go? Hey, man. Asa, I'm looking at my fucking reflection as you're doing this (laughs) shit. It's
2: called being yourself.
4: (laughs) God damn it. So what's
1: up? But he's a very balanced dude, though. That's what I I will say. Very. Uh, so we should go back to vaccinations briefly, man. Um, thoughts for and against them. Uh, I think we talked about this on another show, but I think it's a, it's going to be a big topic at some point. Um, and also, man, I'm reading these articles. I was about to buy this stock, and now I don't want to buy it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit keeps getting going up and up. That's that wisdom. Uh, wisdom.
2: God, that is actually another Let me a stop saying one. that. Let's throw that on the yep. – get, yeah. get
1: some money real quick. <laughs> Shit, ooh, we gonna all get our own. So we get our high vibe ass mask, which we got coming soon. Trust me, it's coming. Maybe do it New Year, or maybe launch a New Year. Yep. You know what I mean? I like, yep. I like
2: that March twenty. I like. No, so, i Oh, talking he talking. So he
1: talking about the
3: uh, not the Gregorian <laughs> calendar New Year. He talking about when oh, the year yeah. actually starts in spring.
2: Oh, okay, okay. I was just thought, you know, we'll he up for grabs for that? What you mean? It's actually the. the uh, well, fake that's year Thank you for not uh, let me get baited. <laughs> Goddamn it! Shit. <laughs> Uh, you know when the fucking fall axiom hits the ground, and- <laughs> <laughs> hey. but that is significant because that it in itself is the archetype and the blueprint for all those stories we was talking about earlier, right mm-hmm. the Lion King, mm-hmm. star wars dragon all that like stuff that people really really like all the movies and stuff. the blueprint is the story of the sun, mm-hmm. and if you want to get all more sophisticated and stuff like even Harry Potter. You talk like Harry Potter, bro. Heru Pata. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter in the fucking movie, his, God's, his god dad's name was Sirius Black. Oh, In real life, Heru, which corresponds to the sun, gets hand down light from Sirius. Like, you can't Uh-oh. make this stuff up. Like, it's astrological, astronomical phenomena. That's the mm-hmm. blueprint for a lot of this stuff, you know? So people could try to debate and this and that, but it is what it is. Somebody could go outside and be like, yeah, the sun is hot. Somebody could be like, "Uh, actually, you know, the Earth is hot, and we feeling it. From the opinions are irrelevant to a degree. It is what it is. That's called a universal truth. All right. Okay, Mm -hmm. and universal truths are what substantiate a lot of the stories and the movies Mm -hmm. and the cartoons to this day. They don't be pulling all of this stuff like just from straight pure creativity. They go off the most the most amazing storyline in existence. That there's uh, a, a lot of Don and kruger
1: th- out there too, like my man be saying, well, we look for things to back up what we want to believe.
2: You bro, know? I could go through the whole fucking the thing. It's it's a wrap. Some right. some stuff might be like that, but other things is like pretty obvious, bro. All
3: right, um, let's let's hit this vaccine <laughs> talk. Yeah, we yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Gonna, we, gonna, we gonna definitely. That's gonna turn into, that'll be a whole show too. Twelve fifty five. What on time? Let's talk
2: God, about
4: vaccines.
1: So, y'all go first. I have, I'm probably, my opinion is very, this is one of the things I'm not super opinionated on. I'm definitely, like, uh, I'm not going to get the first shot or the second or the third. I'm going to wait until it's like, all right, you know, it's two years later and people ain't dying from it. and You know what I mean? Like,
2: that's kind of where I'm sitting with it. I think that's extremely wise, too. Um, I respect that. Yeah. I mean, like,
1: I know Dave was saying earlier, like, if they could put something in Man, I don't get a fucking flu shot now. Why the fuck am I going to get a COVID shot? I, you know, like, I get it. Um, and it's like, yeah, so it's just for me, it just seems, you know, like, a little rushed, a little forced. And I really don't. I'm one of the people like, you know, don't force me to do shit. You know, give me the option. And I guess that's just kind of where I'm at with it right now. And, again, if you are, you know, with getting the COVID shot, more power to you. Line your ass up. I'm not mad at you. I'm not. I'm not saying anything about you as far as your mental capacity to to make an intelligent decision. You think it's best for you. You do what's best for you. We touched on something, not the last show, but Pause. one of the. I hate you. The previous shows, it's like okay, yo, just real quick. I'm just posting on Face IG that we're here before you show <laughs> me off for being on my phone. Jeez,
3: I'm, bro, we were all I'm, on our phones today. Let's let's live in the present.
1: You Bruce? remember that one? You remember one episode when you were literally on your phone. For the entire, I can think of a very I was quick.
2: talking to Luna. Oh, she oh yeah, she tight, was in bro. the hospital. I oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, I remember make that. Make y'all, it, y'all, yeah. Blues was popping my head. And Luna got a splinter. I'm like. And you yeah. over there, man. I'm, I'm like. like ah. Ah. He yeah. like, no, put your phone down. Is it really that important? I'm like, yes, that important. Because I watched that episode like probably a week or two ago. Is it really that important? I was like, yes, that important. Put my phone down. I get a text like, I'm about to take the baby to the hospital. So I picked my phone up, started. He's like, dude, you're like really annoying me with this phone, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, Luna's in the
1: hospital, bro. And he was like, oh, yeah. I
2: feel like a piece of shit.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. But I had remorse, though, right? Yeah. All right, well, shut the fuck up. I've got to say, did I keep going hard or some shit? Uh, no. Nah. But uh, in terms of the vaccines, like we
3: talked. Yeah. yeah. Episode 29 or 30, I want to say it was the one with Idrik
1: here. Did I say her name right? Idrik. You said like uh, Dietrich first or Etrick. Etrick.
3: That's, I what swear to God, it's the way. I know how to
2: remember you say your name, Etrick, because I know you're listening to this shit. Love her. I got it on the first try. I just want you to remember that. It's oh, no yeah. your friends, are. After I,
1: after I taught you the secret, uh, I, I showed you the secret.
3: I should said E for
1: seven months straight.
3: I'm <laughs> straight. I'm e- sure. e. E. <laughs> Last three days. Etrick. Etrick. <laughs> E-trick. Etrick. Shut up, awesome. Damn, Captain Perfect. But I think it was on her episode, or maybe it was prior to Steve's or whatever. And you made a great point that I personally wasn't, you know what I'm saying, factoring in. My personal decision is my personal decision. But when you think about, like you said, uh, the dude who has a young child that might be susceptible, you know what I'm saying, he might have asthma. Man, as a father... Man, do you know? Do you know what where you would go mentally if you perceive that you gave your child a oh, disease? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah. bro? I would be out of here. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's real. That
3: that would that would take me to a whole nother level. of see, bro, what the fuck, bro? But on this, I always say, always progressive spiritual journey. I made like a post. The other day where I was like, you're a soul with a body, not the other way around. So just speaking for myself, it's certain things I'm not willing to do in this realm that I feel is going to have an impact on my soul. This is just a body. It's just a kill. I'm not a kill. This is just a kill. So for me, strictly, that's why I keep saying for me, for me, in my opinion. I'm not putting nothing foreign in my body that was created in the lab by dudes that I don't trust.
2: That's just me. So, at what point do people think that they can... Why do people think that they can trust the government that's been lying to them since they came out of their mama's wombs? That's the... the, that's the like, bro, that shit is retarded to me.
1: Uh, I, I guess like what Dave said, too, though. Is like, I mean, he has some validity, man. Like... If they wanted to put something inside you, I man, feel you. You but know what I mean? Like it really ain't like crazy so, difficult. So. so why didn't they do that in the past?
2: They Instead need. Of, they need you, bro. You built the. You built America. So I'm they need. Saying, why they, they need you. Or, working didn't the Why didn't they or do that to or, the, or the whole
3: black community? Or they, or they <laughs> and kill us off? Or they
1: bro. needed us then? They they need you. But but they, they need, so need capitalism right? work, bro. I don't know. I don't know. This is not this. I, you, you, this is something I'm not like for for this debating. planet not to
2: spin off its axis on some universal shit, you need black folks walking around If they're not in existence, you won't be able to exist. Facts. Like a line, like if you hold on a rope and the rope is on a rock and it's it's in there next, you know, like a with a nail or something like that real tight and then they cut that off, it's a rap. You it's falling. It's like a rap. Genetically Historically, it's you can't stand on your own too. Nope. Period. But to uh, for my two cents, since y'all got y'all a little two cents in there, um, I want to respect everybody's opinion and what they got going on. You know, I just don't agree with it being forced down everybody's throat. You know what I'm saying? That's just straight up disrespectful, and that is that should be an eye opener. You know, for people who don't really understand what time it is. You know, it's 2020. Like, we say 2020, but, like, we at the point, like, where these guys are, like, really, like, showing their ass right now, at, you know, when it comes to how disrespectful they are, how much they don't really care about you as a being in existence. Like, you're you're a fucking piece of property, mm-hmm. you know? You could be manipulated. Your physical body, fuck your body. That's not yours. I'm about to put this in it so you can be, like, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And I see, I feel and see where Dave is coming from, but I think a lot of people are getting um, upset because now that they know that it has body parts in it and all types of things, awareness changes matter. changes things. Yeah, and then you had a people who've already tried it. You know what I'm saying with the different side effects and different things they have going on, just hours and days afterwards. Like, come on, now. So I like what Boo said, and the people that think a lot more intelligent and, and um forward that forward thinking person I respect you because now we can see the first wave the second wave and then uh, you know they might change things mm-hmm. these amount of people you know start walking out the house walking upside down on their hands scratching the ass only those people that took the vaccination so yeah maybe that might not be the best thing for everybody else oh, to do you,
1: you know, the people who go for the first wave you pioneers go ahead jump off that thing. bridge you
3: know it's sad man
1: well, spread your wings and jump off the cliff sad
3: for me <coughs> I have a mom who a nur- who's a nurse. She yeah, not got no choice. Yeah. Yep. Got no choice. She
2: does have a choice because choice is what? Magnetism. We got to empower her. It's only perspective. Back to that perspective because that might be the perfect amount of pressure for her to become a like a super successful entrepreneur or whatever she loves. You know what I'm saying? I doing, uh, Working off the internet or off, You know, yep. doing things like that. I
3: know? 100% see where you're coming from. Yeah. My mom ain't doing it. I know my mom. She seventy one. She we now you're talking
2: about mathematics and probability, but let's not yes. throw away the possibility of no that actually you know you're being a a reality somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If she wants to tap in, she can. Oh w- uh, man, I would love that. I would.
3: We had a plan as a family some years ago because my mom been in the healthcare field for so long to open up a, a senior citizens home. And I would be the cook, like my sister got a social work degree. We had the whole set up. My mom was getting a building and everything together. And then all of a sudden, it just fell apart. I would love for something like that to, you know what I'm saying, matriculate. But anyways. That's did you real. hear that, Boos?
1: Matriculate, that's one of my favorite words. I'm okay, very, cool. I'm very all right, let me too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> means things to kind of come down. Yes. Transcend. Yes. Got you. Move that's it 100%. What you, it
2: got it got you. Yeah. That's my dog.
1: Um, I, get, I got like 11 to 25 pretty big words in my <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: a big space a big gap who over said there. I know the exact number 19 because yeah, <laughs> uh, I use them all the
1: time uh, man you just said something that I have one to touch on oh yeah we got to talk about one day just like we should really cover one day the how difficult it is to become an entrepreneur because like it's like, we t- we kind of talk <laughs> about it. You know I mean? <laughs> the evil laugh. It just, it's like this level of comfort, and it's not going to be what the show's about, unless it's just what the show's about. But it's just something that, like, when Asa quit to start his job, I was like,
2: damn. To quit his job to start his business?
1: Start his business. Yes. Quit his job to start his business. Um, I was like, damn, you know what? This is so fucking overdue. But then I look from and by my perspective and it's like people be telling me like something similar. Like, man, what are you going to just do? It? i be
0: like, man, I need this job, bro. <laughs> I need this job. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's this dude, job. that's the secret that nobody tells you is you don't quit your job until you have to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think you kind of said that before. Yeah. And that's what I mean, like. But it's a
1: lot of it's a it's eat the. The path to least resistance is to keep a job. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just like, man, you know what? This nine to five is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. Oh, all right. Punch my clock and go get started. You know what I mean? That's, I mean, I, we work with people that, like, they don't care about
0: doing anything but – Mm-hmm. Dude, and that's okay. They're, and that's dude, totally there are, fine. There we are some people that are perfectly previous. happy working in a call yep. center their entire life. Mm-hmm. And if that's all you ever want out of life, more, dude, more power to you. Yes. yes, Dude, the world the world needs not to be kind but like the world needs drones. Yeah. Like that's that's how it goes. But, I, but I, what I'm saying is like for the
1: person who don't want to be a drone, which is myself a lot of times. And I'm just, this is like me being transparent. It is really hard to break away from the fucking nine to five. It is hard. And it's like, shit, um... And I like my job. I like the people I work with. So I don't want to, I don't want that to be the reason as to why. I just don't, it's not the fulfilling thing though. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's where it's like, man, I know I'm not alone in that. Um, and we make that a show topic at a different time because we got a show topic. Please,
2: please, please. But
1: it's just the thought that had came up when you were talking about your mom's not like, you know, aspiring, uh, chasing her dreams. Like, she ain't the only one, man. Shit. It's a lot of us in that boat, man.
3: It's hard to put down them six figures, G. Yeah,
1: it is. And I ain't talking about me making six figures. I'm just saying, a person who might make six figures. I don't need nobody in my damn pockets.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and, and that's and honestly, it's so it's one thing to become an entrepreneur; it's a lot harder to stay one. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Man, and that's and that I like, have so,
0: that like, level this of this success. Year, this year has been challenging. You know what? To bro, put it, mildly. It's funny <laughs> because uh, when I, I paid the invoice today. You hit me up
1: yesterday, and um, I hadn't paid the invoice. He sent it out yesterday. I feel like I paid pretty timely, but uh,
0: yeah.
1: I was like, man, you, when I paid it, when I paid, it, I was like, I bet Dave has some issues this year, <laughs> you know, with different with money coming in. And I know Dave, they, I will count Dave uh, going in his pockets because I know he got long bread. But I know, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I know that you did probably have some obstacles, you know, with different oh, challenges, yeah. and that's why I was like, I paid. I was like, man, I was happy to pay it. I was happy to give it to you because your platform is phenomenal, man. And it's just crazy that so many people's, so many different businesses are are just dropping left and right. You know what I mean? Ten thousand restaurants will close in the next three months.
0: We got a guy. We got a guy. Saying, what was it they said? 60 percent of all places that have closed during this during this year. Um, are permanent. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a
1: guy that we work with, a new guy. You don't you probably don't know him, Kill, and um he work overnights, <clears throat> and um
2: a killed or normal. I don't know. Him.
1: Neither one of y'all know him. Okay. Um, and he works for this this company that I used to work for. They own a series of restaurants in Ann Arbor, Detroit, and um I used to work for the same group, right? And um a man was telling me he's a manager at one of the restaurants, and he was like, "Yo, shit, I'll find out next week whether or not they're gonna go ahead and cut me." You know what I mean? And I was thinking to myself, God damn, I could have still been working for that sorry-ass motherfucking restaurant. But I felt bad for him, though, just in general, though, because I was like, damn, dog, it sucks to be somewhere 10, 11 years and be depending on that check. Mm-hmm. And that boy ain't coming no more, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's some crazy shit.
0: But it, but the scale of it, though, is was wild. You know what I mean? Well, and that's, and that's the struggle. I mean, you have... So you look at the entire restaurant industry, the entire service industry, the entire events industry, the entire, you know, so you've got, you know, so that's the thing, you know, you look at a lot of like, you know, musicians and performers and that kind of stuff. Their safety net was, I'll go back to being a bartender Mm yeah i'll pick up a waitressing shit i'll go back yes nope yes can't do that so that safety net's gone and oh by the way when you're a bartender waitress whatever else yes your shit probably wasn't handled right and so you're getting the bare minimum from unemployment Mm -hmm. which oh by the way i think they said because what they said the if the the average person that started filing back in march um, all those benefits expire, I think, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And they're cracking down on unemployment on top of that, bro. They're cracking, I, I can say this factually. They are cracking down on people filing unemployment hard. Well, yeah. and it's, and it's almost not worth it now because pause. you don't have all of the federal assistance programs. You don't have any of that shit going into it. Pause. Man, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be saying that shit all day now.
1: <laughs> Dave, <laughs> do you know the origin of pause? You gotta know that.
0: Um, I, from a, rap perspective yeah okay 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 i was just making sure got a beat drop the beat we got a pause oh no
1: no 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 oh we're talking about boondocks pause
0: oh oh, boond- oh. <laughs> yeah <All right. laughs>
1: was that the original pause
0: man that's the Boondocks.
1: I, I don't i don't know but i know riley said it all the time though
3: i think uh-huh. riley got it from uh new york rapper cameron I think Cam That's some Harlem's that. Harlem ish. I think that's some Harlem's. Cause
2: stuff. Dame Dash did did yeah. go crazy with that. Pika boots. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> they they call, call me Goofy Boofy. Hey.
0: That's one of my all time favorite shows. That's yeah. I love. Boondocks. Boondocks. Yeah, dude, I friggin love that show. Love.
1: Boondocks. Did y'all know they're trying to come up? Uh, Dave Chappelle wants a new, a new season of a uh, Chappelle show. Yep. And he can't get the he can't like the name is he on, can't get the but, rights back. Yeah, the rights. Uh, Dave. That's, yeah. that's strange. Jessica he just had it pulled off
2: Netflix. We need her on the show. He had to
1: pull it off Netflix because he wasn't getting any money off of it. it makes sense. So
3: Jessica Caremore,
2: so, which, which is on?
0: interesting. Did you see the counter debate to that? No. What's so that? Dave Chappelle, and, and this is one of the reasons why I love him. Like you know, when he did that opening monologue um, on SNL, D- dude, Dave Chappelle gives no shits. He doesn't care who he offends. He doesn't care, you know, because he's he's just out there and he's him and he does his thing. So the counterpoint there is, okay, so for him oh, to I go to Netflix this. and say, hey, it hurts my feelings and he, that you're making money off this when I'm not. And shit on Is sp- a little yeah. iffy. I saw that. He got he it, got a lot of kickback from
3: the transgender community. Because if you don't that.
0: care who you offend, but you're offended by this. Yeah. They popped is, his is head on Is it okay that to one. be offended or is it not?
3: Mm. They popped his head on that one. Mm, that is kind of hypocritical, Dave. They they popped his head on that one that was the way that they worded it, it was it was well, they did like a whole little piece on. I forget the website, but it's like a a long piece oh, yeah. and they broke it down. What's, like, to, damn, who, what's
1: okay What's
2: today's topic?
1: Uh, uh, okay. So the topic for the show today is things our father would have sh- should have taught us. That was I believe that's right.
2: I think so. Things
1: we wish things our, things things wish we, our, our, we, father, our father would have talked oh, okay, yeah. cool, 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 right. cool. Okay. Well, since you interrupted a really good conversation so you can get some shine, go ahead and start <laughs> <out. laughs> yeah, it
2: wasn't even about that. Earlier we was talking about making sure we stick to the script because we jump on the topics, yeah, you know, yeah, ten yeah, minutes yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. um yeah, this this hit home for me because I actually went through like a ten, fifteen year phase where I was like subconsciously beating my father up like dang i ain't learning about this i ain't learning about you know what i'm saying because when i first started learning about self and, and um attaining the knowledge of self probably about the 10th grade and started learning all these different things like i was like damn bro like what the fuck was you teaching me at home like it was cool For him to say something like, yeah, look people in the eye, shake people with, you know, a firm handshake and things like that. I
1: forgot what your, so your dad, I forgot what your relationship was like with your pops. Was he, uh, he was around? He was, uh, I forgot.
2: Uh, Till I was like 17, 16, whenever they got a divorce.
1: And then I'm about to, am I saying, I might be saying some wild shit. And he's in Puerto Rico now?
2: I'm not about to give his location. It's not, it's not Puerto Rico, but. uh, Okay. Okay. It is Puerto Rico. Okay, a kill. All right. No, I'm, I'm saying, glad. I'm saying,
3: since we're not giving his location now, you say Puerto Rico. Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico with a wink. Okay. Dang, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes.
2: Cool.
1: And he's in Cuba now?
2: Yep. <laughs>
1: yep. In <laughs> Mexico? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, 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 but he's gone, though. No, he's not around. That's what
2: I'm saying. He, he, come, he comes to America all the time. He just came. Oh, okay. Yeah. And our relationship is way better now than it used to be. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of that stress and strain on our relationship came from me having these false expectations of what he should have brought to the table, you know? Cause now I look at it like, you know, from a different lens, I have a better understanding and I'm like, damn, this is like, you know, after slavery, this, we do live in the, the, the affected world of all of these hundreds of years of like ignorance and Christianity and people not having an, that's not like a, a popular thing. I should appreciate that I know who I am. You know?
1: I was going to say just uh just in s- the same spirit, the older you get, the more you realize your parents
0: are, are human beings. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's just some real shit. Mm-hmm. See, he I was, was doing the is, best that he the, could. The older you get, um the more you realize your parents aren't stupid. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yep. Yeah Yeah. <laughs>
1: My dad ain't stupid. I ain't going to do him like that. But keep me going, you saying So, you saying... um you recognize that he's uh he's not perfect, so to speak, or something yeah,
2: like that. Yeah, nobody is, including myself. I know when I have my children, they gonna be having some things like to say about me, like yeah. to whatever yeah. to whatever degree. I can already but, tell
1: you what it's gonna be too. Like my dad is telling jokes, just walk out the room, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: gonna let you have that. That's in my genes, bro. That's my bro. My mama is the corny king. That's all of my genes. I already know, you know. But um. As far as, like, back then, I used to have this, like, demand. i my like, why didn't you teach me? Like, I came from, you know, a line of kings yeah, and yeah, guys yeah, and blah blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Because it's, it's cool because I, I know he did the best he could at that time trying to point me in the right direction. But the way the times were set up, the way the conditioning is, like, the average person don't know about whatever you know healthy you know foods and stuff as opposed to whatever might cause people to you know end up in the hospital and i can't beat them up for that because that's now my role that's the torch i gotta carry you know for my generation or whatever but um i really got a lot more gratitude now you know we chopped it up we had some dialogue um and yeah it had some heart to heart so i appreciate them now more than ever and it's a lot of pressure under me now to um, be a better example for my brothers mm. so they don't go through the same things. And if, you know, for my peers, family, you know, young, young brothers or whatever. So it just made me want to boss up so I, so nobody else has to suffer from what I went through, mm. which uh, what I wish I would have learned, though, was bruh. Son, you are the the personification of the cosmic waters of the universe, and you should think for yourself and just, you know, take things, you know, to a degree when you read them and not soak them up and take everything on face value. See things for what they are like, you know, I wish I had that big dog conversation like that. I got but, trying to
1: flex. He, yeah, he do it so indiscreetly. I was I was the personification of the
2: cosmic arms of the universe. You out of here saying that shit, bro? Right? This is the thing, though. You are that. Everybody is no, that. I, I just not, wish I, that I, type of conversation was had at the I, dinner table when I was younger. You said he missed what I was even trying to get at him about, but
1: but no, I, I hear you. And shit, you can, that's And that's why it's great that your children and your brothers and the people around you get to benefit from what you. Sometimes you know, I guess. What you don't learn, you kind of look for, and maybe you even, uh, are, are more into it because you weren't given it. You know what I mean? So maybe it's a blessing sometimes that you not, my mom's told me this about my pops, and I, um, I genuinely, genuinely be, believe it to be true. She was like, you know, sometimes it's a good thing that people aren't in your life. And it's one of them things, it was like, it took me becoming become an adult to really figure out, damn, she had a fuck. That was some real wise shit that she hit me to. Um, but yeah, and I, I want to go last on this. I'm sorry. For sure.
3: And I mean, it'll break up the, Kind of not monotony, but you know what I'm saying? I think uh, my situation was a little bit different than you and Asa's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my dad was around the whole time. Um, Excellent.
1: Him and, him and my mom separated when we were younger. Imagine Rick Ross and Santa Claus, and this is Gil's uh, dad <laughs> oh. <laughs> in the, <laughs> the form. Facts. <laughs> Big facts. He looked just what?
3: like.
2: you never seen a That's picture dope. of my dad? On your oh, phone or oh, oh, something, oh. yeah, but that's about it.
3: Big white beard, yeah. six foot six, two hundred and eighty pounds,
1: eleven chains, look
2: eleven grown.
3: rings,
1: <laughs> and, and twelve kids. It looked huggable. It's somehow it's like, how do your dad Very, look a,
2: a huggable pimp? What bro.
3: Okay. <laughs> legendary. When his friends, So
2: Detroit legend, basically.
3: One of his friends implored us to write a story, like write a book about my dad. Like wow. go around the city and talk to people about my dad. Ricky in mm. the produce section. Wet,
1: rat, Ricky. I can't say it.
3: Wet, wet, rat. <laughs> Ricky. How does Larry say that shit I so no, so like, fast. Wet, wet, rat, Ricky, I see W. Practice. practice. All W's. That's how it would come off of me. <laughs> wet, wet, Ricky. <wiki. laughs> but <laughs> but I was kidding in one day. I'm like shopping, and Rick came up to me and was like, man, you have no clue who your dad was. And I'm like, what? He was like, man, your dad was the guy. That when we was young fellas getting in trouble we went to him to get us out of trouble and I'm like wow that's crazy that's you know what I'm saying that's kind of like some powerful stuff but growing up he was like hands on dad even when my mom and him separated for a few years when I was young he was always there I got the experience like a, a manly energy on a regular basis I got But my dad was also, like Asa said, you know, he was teaching me from his perspective. He was teaching me from what he knew. And he wasn't perfect. And, you know, a lot of stuff that, in hindsight, I wish he had said to me that would have maybe, you know, uh, caused me not to go through heartache in certain situations or to approach certain situations a certain way are really like surface things. They're not really like, man, I wish my dad was this kind of No, I just wish he would have told me like, son, kind of like, I like, you know, religion ain't where it's at. Mm. But my mom was dumb religious, so he definitely wasn't broaching that subject. Or this is the proper way to interact
1: with women. This is the proper way to, you know what I'm saying? I was saying your dad was a pimp but was a savage I, I just happened to watch the Mac uh, it was like a Mac the Mac documentary on YouTube and like your dad is dressed like a character <laughs> in the Mac when you see him <laughs> I swear bro he is, he is uh, everything is but not pla- everything but the platforms you know what I mean not like, exaggerating his dad the one picture I always think of the it's a, the one that got drawn out of you uh-huh. his dad got on his red suit got the uh, big ass collar Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Down to the fifth five, button six that boy change, opened. yeah. You know, Open up to the four fifth. or five rings on his finger, and
3: then he has me and my brother dressed just like. him.
1: And I, I, mean, I couldn't be making this up, but he got a cane.
3: No, he didn't have a cane. I was about him. to say no. Nope. And then he got Sarah added a cane. Oh, okay, when she drew it,
1: but like I mean, Courtney, not Sarah. I'm sorry, Courtney. Courtney. Yeah. Um. So but, you, similar to Issa, though, you kind of sit saying like, yeah, like it. It, you know,
3: I I know a lot of cats who didn't have a dad in their lives, and they have, like, legit, like, man, I wish my dad would have taught me how to be a man.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, basic stuff. Bro, I still don't, like, if somebody had gave me, like, a blank piece of paper, I was like, what is a man? Bro, I would not know what the fuck to put on that paper, bro. I got a good idea
3: of where I would want, like, I've had this, I have a son, so I've had this conversation with him. I have a good idea of where I want him to aspire to be. You that I could
2: do that, but like, yeah. what is um, according to like nope. God and the yep, cosmos? Would, so like, I'm gonna have to look up to the sun or something, like yep. you know. And then, as a parent, pretty sure
3: Dave could uh, relate to this. Sometimes you don't want to box your kids in and be mm-hmm. like, yo, this is what you should be. You, you kind of, uh, Rada said at one time that was like so poignant. She lets world, her s- world
2: renowned, Rada. Is she Pandora mm-hmm. Bandelli? wanted to say. Yes. Okay. House okay. of the dormant. Okay, cool, her cool. Yeah, Midnight
3: yeah. Murata.
1: I put on her CBD infused topical cream this morning before I walked
2: in. My mind is the way it is today because of her influence. Oh, man. She gave me this cream for uh like healthy hair and all this
3: different stuff. And my daughter's mom stole it. And told me about it. <laughs> you, got, you, know, you, got, you know you got a delivery in the mail, right, from House of Adornment? I was like, yes, yes. She's like, it's in my hair right now. It's so awesome. You don't need it because you're bald. I'm uh, like, what? That's, no. That is not, <laughs> it's, that's not exclusively what it's for. Wow. Well, 80% is in Madrid's, so. <laughs> Sweet. You owe me $33. The ride so.
2: <laughs> Took but. It
3: there. Yeah, man. I. She told me one time, like, during our show. She said it during our show when she was on our show. She allows her son to lead her sometimes. Mm. And she follows, you know. She allows him to use his internal compass. And as a parent, sometimes, not all the time, not a lot of times, but sometimes you want to allow your kid the freedom to stub their toe and then be like, you stubbed your toe, didn't you? All right, let's talk about it. Mm. Do, 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 do. Bye, blah, blah. As opposed to if you can see it. Way down the line, and you don't want them to experience that. I'd be like, listen, all right. I can't be with you all the time, and I can't make decisions for you. It's but a that's thing,
1: a, that's a bad decision. It's a thing called prison. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> that's I mean, a bad decision, champ. Let me, let me navigate you away from that. Please. Let's
3: let's let's for real have that conversation. But nah, man, I to bring it back around. My dad, he's not here anymore. I love him to death. Like he died in two thousand fourteen.
1: Which he's living
3: in The, mi- yes. the
2: mitochondria. Yeah. beaming, he, shining. He's, he's, he's in he's right me every day. Genetics. He's quick, in genetics. living up.
0: through you as yeah, you. Damn, I'm so smart. And you know what I'm saying? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the mitochondria is actually your mom. That's uh, the maternal DNA. Well, 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 well Man, it's 20, it's, so it's 20, ah, it's
2: twenty twenty. And I could Google or just verbalize it. But it's shown and proven that we have. Uh, traits of mitochondria from our mother and our father now. May- maybe not so profound because the DNA is like the structure and mm-hmm. the mitochondria might be the animation, et cetera. That particular uh, feature we saying. get from the mother, yep, I get what but you're we saying. do get traces from the father, even though it's not as profound gotcha. or as significant. Mm-hmm. I get what but you're saying. Just so I don't sound like a dumbass <laughs> <Similar> to, <laughs> on, the, on the podcast. Similar to Gotta men having
3: uh, amounts of estrogen in their body, but. Yep. Yeah, I get what Balance. you're saying. Yep, I get what you're saying. But
2: I can pull up the article in the meantime.
3: Yeah, my for me, so I ain't taking up the whole hookup, it would be real surface level type stuff that I would wish my dad would have had a conversation, like uh, in the movie Boys in the Hood, <laughs> when they went fishing. I don't. Mm. I, my dad had them conversations with me, like, hey, uh, put a condom on, fool. Huh? Don't be walking around it. And I didn't listen, so. Something, that's that's a part of parenthood too. Mm. Tell your kids something and they don't listen. So, anyways, I really I revere my pops. So I don't really have much that I feel that he
1: didn't give to me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, way the shit on me and nice. How about uh... <laughs>
2: that's yo that's Dave pop Dukes. Dave is like the human version of the bar. Like, if you say something, that, like like earlier, like last show, when you were saying, like, yeah, but nope, I was oh, yeah, over here yeah, sweating yeah, for you, like, whoa, whoa, that's day bro, chill, <laughs> chill, 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 he about to eat you up. <laughs> so, like, I just want to take Listen. my hat off to you to the degree, like, you know, was no, like, no, just say, like, like, like you,
0: you the shit, bro. I was having this conversation with something, like, you know, what do you miss most during this year? And honestly, that's, I miss the random bar conversations with strangers Mm -hmm. more than anything else. Like, I, you know, I, dude, I love seeing my friends, and I still like, I see my friends on Zoom and that kind of stuff, but it's those random offshoot, you overhear something at another table, that other table overhears something, and you wind up getting involved in these really deep conversations. Mm -hmm. That's the shit I miss about this year
3: more than anything else. What I've learned from doing this show and having Dave as our engineer is if you're having, if you're talking about something and, It's not even a contentious back and forth, but if you say something and it ain't up to snuff or whatever, Dave does this. He'll he'll sit back, (laughs) (laughs) like, "Oh shit, man,
1: I'm wrong. (laughs)
3: Damn it! Go ahead, Dave. Your fucking show."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, big booze. Turn your head and like knowledge missiles are coming. I swear, like, (laughs) it's time to get bombed. Air missiles. Uh, well, since you guys have had The platform for like an hour and a half now Let me say a couple <laughs> words Because um, this was my idea for the show topic Facts uh, Actually, I got it from I got this from Somebody else I bet somebody else show topic Who was that? It show topic uh, No, I definitely, I definitely stole the show topic Things I would have learned from my dad I got it from somebody It'll come to mind Anyway, so <laughs> I met my, my father when I was 25 years old. For the oh, first time? For the first time. Um, that was the only time I met my dad, actually, that I can remember. I got a picture of him, um, and my my mom's brought me a photo album when I moved him to my house. And I got a picture of him um, Well, he must have been at, like, my birth or something like that. Looking mad than a motherfucker, though. Like, <laughs> looking like, whoo, I can't believe she had this little, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. shit. I can't even smile for this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what time did my train leave?
1: Yeah, for real. You know Damn, what I mean? Like, like, that's my, my dad is in the picture mugging. Probably my mom's taking a photo like, hey, you got a newborn. Yeah. Um, and my dad's not a bad person and he's super sensitive and he's super emotional. And like my dad, I say this, my dad sounds like an Al Green, the preacher, when you talk to him, he has a really <laughs> thick country accent and he's really eloquent. You know what I mean? That's like my, that's very much my dad. Um, And he's a very spiritual man. But uh, I didn't meet him until I was 25. A lot of, you know, a lot of things involved in that um, situation. Um, He was married with a whole other family in a different state. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I, I say that people fall in love, though. And, like, you know, these are things, like, as an adult, I kind of, like, I was able to digest. People fall in love. Things happen, man. Um, And my mother is... Um, more than enough women to raise me or a village or uh, take care of a family. Um, and not to say it, it didn't hurt; it wouldn't hurt to have had a father around. But then I think what I like I said before, man, it's like my dad in the bad dudes. So I don't want to disgrace him. I don't want to. I don't want to do him like Wikipedia did Bill Cosby. I, <laughs> <laughs> I got his, you know, throwback. <laughs> um, but uh, I do. I did because I I knew him on the phone. I actually remember my my last name was my father's last name. My name used to be Jermon Clark. Now it's Jermon Bulls. And I knew him from the phone. That's a, I knew my dad's voice. Couldn't tell you what it looked like. <laughs> and I remember one day when I was like five, who asked a five-year-old this anyway? Like my mom was like, do you want to change your last name? Your dad wants you to have his last name. And I'm like, yeah. Dad's are cool. He don't spake me. He don't punish me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He don't hold me accountable for nothing. He is great <laughs> as far as I understand. <laughs> To some extent, although it'd be great to like catch a football from him at one point in <laughs> life. You know, so that was like uh my dad and then like around like thirteen we you start to become a little boy man. It's like, man, you know, it'd be cool if uh, you know, I had somebody to talk about like stuff with
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, we we need to talk about that photo right there.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: but Dave, do you see yeah. the
0: seduction in his eyes? Hey, why are you Facebooks uh, long? Right no, man, because we were talking. You were talking earlier about googling German booze and seeing who pops <laughs> up, and so I finally remembered to do it. Oh, uh, oh God. We, we need to talk I, about. Hey. I we, was need, a, uh... we need to talk about that rerun hat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we need to talk about. I was fresh. I was fresh. <laughs> that was me. Say the picture. Say. That was uh That was me going. I was in. Uh, <laughs> well, let me a little bit. I was in London. Going to – uh, what's the name of them shows where, like, ladies are half-naked, what they doing? Burlesque. We was going to a burlesque show, a really high-end burlesque show in London. So eat on that day because it was half-naked ladies there. (laughs) 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 Uh, So turn 13, and then it's like you go through that stage where it's like, man, it'd be great to talk about, like, sex with somebody other than my mama. (laughs) Uh, You know what I mean? Never having that conversation. And we never did. You know what I mean? It's like mom's busting the room. It's so like, you know, you know, locked because I got, I'm like under these sheets doing something. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? was like, like, you scrambled like, ah, what the hell are he you doing? Lock? God damn it. Ah. I'm watching <laughs> 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 Whatever channel is one up from the station. <laughs> oh man, this is going to be the, fun. so this is offshoot real quick. I'm 16 years old. I'm working at this restaurant, um, Cajun's Wharf. Oh, I think it was. First restaurant where I ever got to cook, touch the line. Um, my mom's picked me up. And I got a cousin I call my sister, but my mom says very strongly, like, your sister is looking for her superstar movie. She ain't talking to me or looking at me. Oh, no. I'm like, okay, shit, what the fuck about it? Like, a corny-ass movie. And she was like, I played the movie that was in your VCR. Oh, no. It was not superstar. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom just started crying. Like, <laughs> it was not superstar. <laughs> And like she mashes on the gas, and I'm like, oh man, because it was like busty bosoms. Yeah. Time Eleven. Adrian does Arkansas. Yeah, you know. And I was like, I remember thinking, like, oh man, and like I wasn't in trouble, but I went back to my room, and like every VHS I had was gone, every one of them. And I was like, God damn it! It was only like porn on one or two, maybe. You know, when you're young, like you only got access to so much anyway. <laughs> it took fair, you took my
0: entire Transformers <laughs> collection. Z, you this- took my entire Dragon Ball Z, bro. took
1: my for me. This was my entire uh, basement collection of uh, B T hip because I used to record B T. So it was like B T football and shit. Like I was like, God damn it. <laughs> And now it's awkward for like two weeks because you think I'm a, uh, uh, <laughs> like a sex uh, deviant. <laughs> yeah, you think I'm a sex deviant. My mom is the type to go to extremes on your ass, though. She thinks like, oh, he's drinking at the bar. and This motherfucker's an alcoholic. Here we go. God damn it. Oh, shit. I thought I'm raised some better. Oh, I got call my mama. God. <laughs> Masturbating in the bathroom <laughs> and drinking Hennessy. <laughs> So I'll let say, you know, that's what that's so. I wanted my dad in that phase of life, and kind of like he was saying, it's like you are trying to figure out what it is to be a man. It's really difficult, you know. I, I had like a very typical black male thing going on. People in jail. I got one uncle. He, he going through situations, and like so, it's like my cousins were like trying to mentor me to be a man, and like I used to get so mad at my cousins up until like six, seven years ago, because they used to be hard on me, hard. You know what I mean? My cousin wake you up with a t- fist in your chest, you know what I mean? My other cousin set up a cage match one day. I I get home from school. Swear to God, this shit happens. I get home from school like in the 4th grade. La-da-da, la-da-da. Like I'm skipping in that bitch. Get to the backyard. They said, say come to the backyard. I go to the backyard. What's up, Daylan? Right. <laughs> and he's like, "You recognize him?" And I was like, "That's the dude we talking all that shit. To? Are you gonna kick my ass?" He was like, "Yeah." Y'all about to fight. I said, what in the hell you mean? We about In to my fight? backyard. In my backyard. You invited my enemy. And this fool gets a dog and goes by, like, the gate entrance and stands by the do- gate entrance with the dog. And I was like, oh, man, like, you seriously, I'm about to fight this? All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it was all in the name, though. My cousins always thought, and we grew up doing, like, games and all these other different times, and we got peep situations. And, like, I was just, like, a happy person all the time. So it was, like, the thing was, like, we got to make you tough. And, like, it, I used to hate it because, you know, shit, it, it, I felt extreme at times. And then, like, I really looked back and I was like, well, you know what? You kind of was skipping around a lot of situations. that <laughs> could have been really been bad. You know what I mean? And they probably gave you a little bit more awareness than what you were conscious of at the time. Mm-hmm. Even if they didn't go about it in the right way, they, they gave you a little bit more consciousness. And you it, it would have definitely been easier to be in a game if I didn't have them or to be, you know, in a lot of different predicaments, but they really helped navigate me.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And so those were like a large part of the men until I got old, and then I had some other influences. Shout out to Mr. Mercer, my be- one of my best friends, Justin Mercer. His father adopted me, all my homeboys from high school whose fathers adopted me, and then some other cats. And uh, I guess to get to um, the part of what I wish my father would have taught me, it was in that, you know, that telephone dad thing he did, the, the the starter broke the campus back for me was when I was in high school, graduation from high school. High school graduation is big, and my family, everybody come together. My dad says he's coming to uh, graduation. And uh, the day of the party or graduation, he calls me like, well, Jamal, I'm sorry to let you know. I got to go to Iraq, I think, in a week or two. Or something. It's, it's some, some story, right? <clears throat> and, like, he told me literally, like, as I'm like, Thing and I'm about to meet my dad with my best friends with all my family there and he gonna show up they're like he ain't coming and I had told the whole world and my mm-hmm. cousins was telling me just before like man shit you really think your pops is gonna show up I'm like hell yeah why would he lie about coming to my graduation nigga can at least do that you know what I mean and um, <clears throat> he didn't and like pops I ain't saying he was lying but the money was in the mail and got to the house <laughs> the day of graduation you told <laughs> me you live in Macon, Georgia <laughs> So that means you put that in the mail a few days before you even told me you weren't coming. So, um, that was like the thing. That was like, man, you ain't shit. But that's what made me. That's what it made me feel like. And I think the thing I would have learned that I did learn from my dad. Um, that I guess we all learn if we like we learn from not learning. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, was transparency. You know, like. And I think that's one of the things, like, as an adult that I was like, it's really hard to be transparent, whether it be on a mental, because you got some type of real deep shit, whether it be financially, whether it be emotional, whether it be a lot of different things. That's the one thing I learned and I didn't learn from him was, like, it's a level of transparency to that whole situation that my dad could have facilitated to, to, to really, because I was really lost. I was lost for years as to, you feel like a, a bastard child. You feel like, um, <clears throat> you feel unwanted you feel like you're lacking out you're lacking um from your peers and then you know that your father has a whole nother family a wife two boys and a son two boys and a daughter um in a different part of the world and it's like damn you being a whole dad over here it's like shit What's why what's what's going on and then like you know i I think but i wanted to say like um i figured it out and i think we've had conversations with my dad is hinted towards being transparent with me but um i think being honest and saying you know what i'm i was this i was that i didn't do this i you know like it would have it, it would have settled me it would have been so much easier to digest that situation as a child but as a as an adult i recognize that i could never do that to a, per, a child if i would have one and it makes me try to be more transparent because i recognize the impact of not being transparent in a relationship that is so important to a person and i guess that's one thing i i have, which my dad would have kind of did or taught me by his actions is just being honest and transparent as opposed to always trying to put the wool over my eyes because he felt like, cause children are smart that they're, they're intuitive. They, they have all these different things they're born with. And it's like, I think if anything, he just created this tension unnecessarily by trying to deceive me to believing in that things were one way when they were really another. So if I were to have, look back and say that that's that's what I would have asked for you know what I mean just some transparency and it's hard man it's an important thing in relationships it's just important in general even being transparent to yourself you know what I mean I tell people all the time one of the worst things you can do is lie to yourself and I believe that shit so wholeheartedly I believe it more as I get older actually man and um you know I feel like you know in some some respects my father was lying to himself and I guess you know shit he couldn't be transparent and I he could it was because he didn't know how to be because his it's not easy, man. So, yes. That that's what I have for that topic. That was phenomenal.
2: That's a smart, oh, man, hey, that touched my heart, bro. Swell, swear, man. And no was phenomenal. nobody could even tell cuz you came out so fucking refined like Shots bro, to the... June Clark, my yeah, baby.
1: Bro. Yeah. That's that's June, yeah, that's Mom Dukes. And that's uh June, that's my grandmother. That's the that's the that's cousins. our lineage cousins. That's the fam. That's the people who are around me. That's uh Justin and his fam, that's Tadrick. Uh, um, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's just having, you know, like, we're all blessed to have people in our lives, no matter what we think, who, who help put us on a path, you know what I mean? To be the man that we are, because I'm not saying that it's better or worse, but kind of like we talked about before, like, you know, it's perspectives. It's definitely a perspective where a person is in a different state, or they're drinking and smoking and doing this than a third. They out here, you know, they, our age, and they are living in this low level, what's, what's a low vibing lifestyle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm and like i've been blessed to have people who put me on the path to have a high vibration style a uh, lifestyle and um <clears throat> um beautiful energy to 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 pour it into me um uh, from people even you know even if it had even if it wasn't necessarily poured in, in the best way people were still pouring love you know what i mean there was intention you know, in there intention behind all that man. Yeah.
2: so that's fly that's, That's why. why. Maybe these gratitude tools could be towards a masculine energy that you know influenced you or something like that. Okay. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> so I mean, I I think we pretty much ran through our time too.
1: Yeah, it's late, late.
3: Yeah. So let's let's hit these appreciations before I cry <laughs> real fast. Uh, man, you serious bro. bro. Yeah,
2: Boy, man. What? I'm about to cry. I'm over here trying to boss up.
0: Dave, looking up pictures of booze still.
2: I <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm listening to uh, Whitmer's press conference. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. shit. That's
3: going on right now. Okay. Uh,
1: hopefully this ain't the last podcast we record for like That's the right. next <laughs> six months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i do, I go first for the male energy. Uh, I already kind of said one, which would be Mr. Mercer. Mr. Mercer was uh, my, met my homeboy, Justin, in high school, man. And um, uh, his pops is 80, was 82. Justin's yeah. dad was legendary. He's an old dude. Um, we used to be a lawyer for the Little Rock Nine, which is, uh, the black people who integrated high school in Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, at one point in time, me and Justin went to this co- uh, commensura- commensuration, i probably going to say that right. Uh, went to this, <laughs> this, uh, award ceremony for Mr. Mercer. Um, uh, at one point, <clears throat> Mr. Mercer was a science teacher, a principal a math teacher, Jay, I could be making that up. And also the basketball coach all at the same time at one of these black schools. He did it all at once. Right. And, um, one man, bad. one man, bad. but that's kind of how it was. at certain black schools were like, you took on all responsibilities. <clears throat> he was the first black man to get into the university of Arkansas law school. Um, and when I met him, I was 16 and I was like, I didn't have a dad around me. So I had, it was men tendency, like grown, like look at me in the eyes, you know, all that little shit I, I might not have done. And like, he embraced the hell out of me. He loved me. He loved me like a son. First dude, I drank a beer with. I didn't drink beer with my aunts before, Uh but first dude, I remember drinking beer with and I remember like, we can go to his house and he would be the person to try to impart that wisdom to us. And then when you get to know who the man is and who he's how he's viewed in society as you get older, and that's kind of what happens. It's like when I'm 16, I'm like, damn, you got an old ass dad. And then as I get older, it's like, damn, your dad is that motherfucker though. Like he is that guy. You go somewhere with Mr. Mercer and people are like, yo, Mr. Mercer, let me, uh, let me grab your bags and you know, what you eating today? You know, cause he was really influential in little rock <clears throat> and black culture and just the, the open arms that he embraced me with. You know what I mean? It's one of the things I, I, I think I, I've learned as a man that you're supposed to do. He was one. He was probably the guy who made me say, you know what? You be, a, you treat men, you treat people how you want to be treated. And you try to impart wisdom and make the people who are younger than you, better than you. And I felt like that was genuinely who he was. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's just how he came across. And that was a real big influence to me. So this Mercer, I appreciate you passed a couple of years ago. I love you. Um, always a great guy. You always treated me like a, uh, like a son. Um, even though you met me late in life, I, I love you and I appreciate you, bro. Mr. Mercer, shout out. Yes. Much love. You want to go?
2: Sure. Uh, mine, I remember myself just, you know, spinning in circles or whatever, acknowledging different people who had a um, dope influence. But I was just thinking about the the energy that resonated the most as far as not necessarily a father figure per se, with just that dope ass masculine vibe, like that, I feel like just put the put the arm around my neck, you know, in a headlock, like little bro me up, like this this the right way, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Even at a time when I thought I was doing stuff right, like kind of like just taking that pencil sharpener and you know tightening my um, perspective up, Dominic Combs, bro. Yeah. Mm. At the end of the day, to the I remember like some years back. Um and this is like just recently. Like I I I only met the brother like, you know, some years years ago. Like I went through my life like kind of scratching my head to a degree, trying to walk the path on my own and get this from here and that from there. Like I remember um him having that that pressure all the time, like, yeah, oh hunking for the chunk uh dancing for the monkey at work or whatever. I see you going to you know, (laughs) going back, you know, to the blah blah blah, you know, instead of working for yourself, doing for self. But just that whole self-sustainability, full sovereignty, that's that real big dog, you know, manly shit, you know, that really resonates nowadays. You know, um, taking care of my community, um, my elders, my loved ones, instead of just, like, you know, being comfortable in a cut at home. Yeah, I'm a homebody. I'm just worried about myself. No, bro, like, what you contributing to the, the collective around you? Like, what impact are you making? You know what I'm saying? All that... I'm vegan. Um, what? Right, okay, and how's your how's your spiritual progress? Does that make you a better person because you eating I fucking love, vegetables? I love like, his pose with the bro,
1: with the Non-vegan, non-vegan? bro, bro going hard. Facts. Smoking
2: facts. A, a pork
1: butt. The 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 biscuits and gravy the other day. I was like non vegan I was like, yeah,
2: <laughs> <it's> it. <laughs> man. But yeah, I gotta take my hat off to that brother right there, man. Every time on the on the low key tip, don't nobody tell him because every time I will be trying to hype him up, he be chill, bro, chill. You know,
1: I'm I'm a, I'm a, a co sign, but based off of the, I watch you evolve mm-hmm. with him with him coming into your life. You know Those what I mean? Facts. Like he, like I think we complement each other. I think he is like what you, not an evolved version of you, but to some extent, you know what I mean? Like I think that's kind of how I look at him. You know what I mean? And I saw where you took a level. You, you, your confidence increased in who you were as a person. Um, it was like
2: a catalyst. A mm-hmm. catalyst,
1: yeah, man. I, I, I saw him push you in a uh Something that pissed me off about a kill one day. I remember Dom had told him something that I had been telling him all the time. All right? <laughs> and it just clicked. And it clicked. But, but the thing is, mm-hmm. though, is, man, like, you got to appreciate when a person can have that type of impact on the people that you're around and shit. It ain't always about shit. You evolve, it ain't about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what. That's one thing I had mm-hmm. to take away from that it was, like, shit, whether it, happened. Like, what, it happened, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's supposed to, and that's why, I like, that shit is dope to just see how you impacted your life, man, because it's definitely a real thing, and I would also, I, I know I'm being with appreciation, but the older you get, the, the 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 fewer people you come across who you can embrace like that. Mm-hmm. Shit, you know, like, circle gets smaller, you know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? Shit, mine is, at least. and that Circle
3: got smaller, everybody can't go.
1: Yeah, man, and I don't want everybody Nipsy. to go. So, just like when I was talking about with E, when you get a person like that who come along at whatever point in life, especially at later point in life, and they're like, damn, you are impactful as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think I appreciate these friendships more than in a different perspective. Let me, let me check myself. Uh, more so than I do some of my older ones because I just ain't open like that no more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So but shout out to him, man, because I love the influence he's had on you and shit. The influence he has on us from a, from a distance, you know, it's probably like y'all are definitely more in tune with him, but shit, I can't help but to say that the man definitely comes across as a, as a, as a pillar in his own respects. You know what I mean? Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Facts, facts, facts.
1: Um, for me,
3: like I was racking my brain while y'all was talking. Cause I got, we all have fly masculine, uh, energy projecting cats in our circle and you know I went through a list of people and uh, you know Rafa, Raphael Wright for his business acumen and his just you know just get to it. Execution. He don't seem like a dude that do excuses you know what I'm saying. Uh, my brother Cliff note, um, but I fell on and y'all don't know him very well I sent a message into our group chat when i was talking to him is my boy my brother and uh larry we talk about larry a lot on this show larry know him real well because they lived together for years Uh uh-uh not big sean not big scene my boy q uh jaquint broden so i met q in like 2009 2010 we was both uh I was a supervisor at the West Bloomfield Whole Foods, and he was a cook. And when he came in there, uh, this dude would take like two or three buses to work, or he would have to catch a ride in with somebody, you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Any and everything. He would sleep sometimes in the parking lot overnight in the car. Like we did that a couple times when we had to do like crazy shifts. But anything he had to do to get to work, dude, never missed work.
1: Did you guys, like, share the back seat or how?
3: (laughs) Don't worry about my personal life, bro. Don't worry about my personal (laughs) life.
1: Oh, man, over here. (laughs) It's hard to go
3: head-toe in the back seat. (laughs) (laughs) Get your feet out of my face. Uh, But the dude, you know, never called off. He always showed up to work. And, like, a couple years in, we had got so close that, you know, I would give out. I, I felt the type of way knowing that he had to catch a cab because we closed at nights. So we would get off at eleven o'clock, so he'd have to catch a cab into the city, and then catch the buses, like two or three buses, because he lived in like downriver area, like around Taylor.
1: Damn, this is before uh, Lyft, then.
3: God damn, way before lift, bro. So I would give him rides home, bro. Like a forty-five minute ride from where we West Bloomfield to Taylor. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Lincoln Park or wherever. That's driving on.
1: across the goddamn old city. Right That's there. crazy, right? Yeah.
3: So, some days, like I had a whole family, bro. Some days we get off at eleven. I'm getting to this house at eleven forty five, twelve. I'm calling at the time. My lady, like, I know this sounds crazy. I know I sound like an absolute like charlatan right now, but. I'm going to spend the night at my boy's Q house because I just worked. This is when I had two full-time jobs. I just worked 16 and a half hours and drove an hour. I'm going to die if I drive trying to get home to you. So fast forward, dude went through all that. The whole time that he was working at Whole Foods as a chef, he was teaching himself how to become a graphics art designer.
1: I know this guy. I don't know him well, but I know this guy.
3: Bro, like – difficult stuff bro like he taught himself just from stuff he saw on YouTube he would buy this software here and teach himself about the software like Larry could tell you bro he taught himself from the ground level what it take a lot of people like 3-4 years in college to get so one day he came into work and he like bro I'm about to apply for this job in Sterling Heights at this graphic arts design company I'm like alright bro dope showed me what he had been working on bro so next level dude goes and does an interview he's calling me after an interview like bro they just offered me the job but the craziest shit just happened they asked me how much did i want to make i'm like what he's like yeah bro he's like they gave me th- three numbers i obviously took the highest one but they was like you want to make 75 85 or ninety five thousand to start to start this dude What
1: the fuck is the thought process and like giving you those three options?
3: And mind you, we this is two thousand and nine. We making like eleven dollars an hour to be cooks. Mm. So he was making twenty two thousand, twenty three thousand a year. And they just quadrupled it on him. And he did this all himself, bro. And now again, you fast forward two thousand and twenty. The dude has his beautiful home in Troy. He's got uh he's got his lady, his wife. They just got married recently last year. Um, He takes care of her son Who she had from a previous relationship And they had a child together The dude is like at the top of his level Making six figures And self made All the way 100% And I got to see the grind from the Basement up bro And it was just crazy aspiring To see somebody put their mind on something
1: And say nah that,
3: It's gonna take me eight years because that's basically how it played out. He didn't start that job. We met in 2006 no. years.
1: Yeah, because I, I met him maybe as he got that job, Yes,
3: Like, right when this store was opening. Yeah,
1: 2014, right, yep. something like
3: that. So, five, six years, just grinding, grinding, grinding. And now this dude lives. He's got an arcade in his basement. Mm. <laughs> like, five, six different arcades. Like, big like arcades. Mm. He a movie buff, so he started a YouTube channel. His basement is... Just crazy memorabilia that costs lots of money. Like he's he's living his dream life, and I just wanted to shout him out. That's my bro. But I got to see it, and he put the battery in my back. Seeing him do that, like, sheesh Pause. Whatever. Whatever. I need. <laughs> I that was a pause. But yeah, just just seeing him do that that was that was bananas to me. So shout out to my bro, battery in your back in the back seat. Of the- <laughs> yeah, yep, in the back seat of the car that we slept together in, head to head, whatever. Pause, pause, and pause.
1: But yeah, all right. Well, that's dope. That's that's amazing, man. And I've heard you speak about him before, but I don't know if you gave me the full story in detail mm-hmm. like that. And like the details definitely are like, God damn, you know, it's crazy, amazing shit. And shout out to him because that is a, a feat to accomplish. Crazy. But yeah. That's what's up. Right.
3: That's it, man. Thank episode y'all.
1: 32. felt like a well rounded end to the show right there. Uh, thanks for joining us on the 32nd episode of the High Vibe Guys. And we catch you guys on 33. All right. We out. Peace. Peace.